What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Start With Today podcast. At Start With Today, we want our listeners to live their lives according to what Jesus says in Matthew 6.34. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Focusing on yesterday will bring no benefit, and worrying about things to come will only drive you crazy. So just focus on what God's doing today and watch Him work in your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you, and I hope you walk away with something. I'm so glad you tuned in, so let's jump into today's episode. Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Start With Today podcast. I haven't said that in a, a very long time, and I'm excited to be back and um, get to hear myself say that. It's kind of cool, and it, it's been a very, very long time. Uh, I think my last episode I put out was at the beginning of May. And obviously when I started this, went from doing it every week to really lacking in consistency. And, you know, I could, I could go on and list some of the excuses. I could go on and list the personal reasons, but for right now, I just want to enjoy the moment and, um, the door that, that God's open to, uh, to be back. So I think I'd like to start with just kind of what's been going on in life and, um, and go from there. So Currently in my senior year of undergrad and getting ready to start working full time, uh, which is really exciting. Also looking at, you know, possibly going back to grad school right away. Do I want to wait? You know, kind of really praying through what's next, right? And and kind of trying to map out, you know, where I think would allow me to fulfill what God's called me to do, as well as make a living and also obviously praying through it and really just trying to be as obedient as possible. Um, something I've really been feeling on my heart is just the idea of consistency and commitment. Um, I have a really bad habit of not saying no to people and saying yes to way too many things and then breaking commitments and not being a consistent person. And so something that I've been trying to work on is not only being more consistent and following up on my commitments with others, but with myself, putting the time in, whether it's with school or, you know, personal projects or just, um, you know, my, my faith, my family are, are just taking care of, of little things, but being as consistent with myself as I am with others, uh, as well as committing time for myself, my relationship with the Lord and taking care of those things. And I think something that's gotten in the way of the, the, you know, those two things, consistency and commitment has been my own ego without knowing it. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Um, and, and not just ego, but, but the entire idea of pride and that's something that I've been really um, trying to grow in recently, and it's been on my heart. And so I kind of want to share what I feel God's shown me about pride and, and maybe some different ways that you can start to have that conversation with God and have him kind of search your heart for areas that may still be you know, prideful or egotistical, whatever you want to call it. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm excited to share this with you and, and hopefully, you know, you get something out of it and I'm able to just kind of set the stage for you and God to have a really cool, really real conversation. Um, you know, we hear the word pride all the time and a lot of us, including myself, we, we struggle with our own prideful issues, which are much different from one another. So, you know, pride is far beyond just being cocky. Pride can be jealousy pride can be thinking you're entitled to something pride can be thinking you are better than somebody pride can be thinking your way is better than god's way and and each of us kind of struggle in a different way and so what i really want to dive into today is what god says about pride 
and then personally what he's taught me about it. And then maybe, you know, you can take some of those things and really apply it to your own life. So what's pride? Pride is the the inner voice that whispers, my way is best, right? Thinking that we know more, thinking that we're better than somebody, thinking that our way is better than God's way, really just saying my way or the highway. And like I said, I want to share what God says about pride and how we can kind of address that in our own lives. And so the first thing I want to talk about is that God hates pride. Proverbs uh, 6, 16 through 17, I believe. Yes. Proverbs 6, 16 through 17, it says the Lord hates. And and I'll go ahead and read the verse. It says, there are six things the Lord hates. No, seven things he detests. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that kill the innocent. Um, When when we hear the word haughty, it's spelled H-A-U-G-H-T-Y. And Webster Dictionary defines haughty as being proud or arrogant. And it doesn't say the Lord doesn't like it. It doesn't say the Lord, you know isn't isn't a fan or that you know it's not his favorite it says the lord hates the lord detests pride and and if you go to proverbs 16 so about 10 chapters after that it says again the lord detests the proud they will surely be punished and and i think that speaks volumes to how how big of an issue pride can be not only in our personal relationships but our spiritual relationship our, our relationship with the father pride can cause a humongous roadblock and what God's trying to do in our lives and our, our ability to hear him, to be obedient to him and to understand what he's trying to do. Because sometimes we just, we think that we know more than we do, right? We think that we should be doing this and so-and-so shouldn't. We think that, um, you know, we, we have this great plan that's going to, that's going to work. And then God doesn't have the same plan for us, but we're like, well, let me try this one first. And then if I don't, you know, if my plan doesn't work, then we'll talk about yours, God. And, and that's not that's not how it works. And so God hates pride. He detests the proud. It says they will be punished, which is scary. But it's just you know pride. Pride is a sin, just like anything else. Um, that, that's wrong. And so I think that I brought I bring that up to uh, to really talk about the seriousness uh, of what pride is and how it can hurt our faith. Um, and kind of continuing on the idea of how pride can hurt our faith. The second point I want to make is that. Pride slows our spiritual growth. Romans one twenty two says, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. You know, sometimes, and I, I think it's kind of funny that when we think that we know more than we do, right? We think that we're um, the smartest kid in our school. We think that we're the best, the best person at our job. We think that we're the best boyfriend, the best husband, the best friend. Um, we end up looking silly, right? We end up feeling dumb. We end up usually slipping up, and it's because we think we're more wise than we are, right? We're never going to have all the wisdom that that we should. We're never going to, you know, reach God and his wisdom. But yet we still think we're, we're so smart and that we have all the answers. And it's just, it's funny to me because I remember being that kid. I remember being this arrogant kid in middle school and high school, thinking I knew it all, thinking that, you know, the world revolved around me, thinking that my plan was going to work, thinking that, you know, I was the, the coolest thing in the world. And it, it's just funny how God will kind of, at some point hit you with a reality check of you're, you're not who you think you are. You're not where you think you are. Um, you know, and you're not going to get there if you don't lean on me and put, and, you know, kind of put your, your pride to the side. Right. And so I think that's really boils down to the fact that pride slows our spiritual, spiritual growth because we get so caught up in our own, you know, unauthentic wisdom 
that we end up just being silly and being foolish and missing out on what God wants to do. And it's almost like then, you know, we have to start back at the foundation of our faith. And we have to revisit that area of understanding that we aren't as smart as we think we are. And that really slows our our growth. And the third thing, and I think this is really important. I've seen this in my own life. I've seen this in other people's lives. We see in the Bible is that pride ruins relationships. And I, I think the best way to put it is that when eagles, when egos conflict, there's always going to be a fallout, right? And this could be in a friendship. This could be in a relationship, a professional relationship, a mentorship. When egos conflict, there's always going to be a fallout because as human beings, we don't want to be told we're wrong, especially by somebody we think that that shouldn't be telling us we're wrong. Even if they're even if they're telling us the truth, we don't want to hear it because we think that we're better than them to some extent. There's always going to be a fallout. And so I pose this question because this is something that I think we've all experienced at one point or another. And if I ask you to, and I'll I'll go ahead and encourage you to do this now, like think of a few I'm sure you could think of a few people that some of your best, closest friends that you've had an argument with. And if you boil it down to what started it. It's usually an egotistical, prideful issue. And so I ask you this. Is it worth ruining a relationship with a close friend or family member because you're too prideful? Is it worth losing somebody in your life that God's put there for a reason and having a big fallout with them just because you can't admit that you're wrong or you don't want to hear out their opinion even if they're wrong? Because you think you're so wise that you think, you know, that, that your way is right, that you think you, you, you're so much better that, you know, you, your, your plan's the best plan and, and that you, you have it all together. Is it worth ruining relationship for that? And the easy answer to that's no, but when I ask myself that, and as I've kind of been growing through this issue over the past, you know, year, but even more specifically the past few months, you know, it, it's not as easy. You know, the answer is no, obviously, but when you look and do an internal search of, of your heart, it's, it's kind of convicting. You realize that there's still parts of you that are like, well, but it's worth it if this, well, I would argue if it, if it was this and the answer should be no period, right? Like God tells us not to conflict with our brothers and sisters in Christ, that there should be peace and community, peace and relationships and pride gets in the way of that. I think what's really important to kind of understand here is that we we must die to ourselves. The Bible tells us to pick up our cross and walk daily. And that means we, we must die to ourselves and follow Jesus. We must be willing to put everything that we have planned, everything that we think we know, all of our achievements, all of our goals, and give them to Jesus and then leave it and trust him and not go back because we think well, let me, let's stick, let me see if I can work this out first and then I'll give this one to you. No, no, we have to die to ourselves. We have to be willing to put ourselves below others and below our good God, right? So not just God, but other people. Sometimes you may be right. You you may be 100% right, but sometimes that argument's not worth it. Sometimes God just wants us to be quiet. Sometimes God wants us to just submit. They say silence is golden and, and a lot of times that can be true. And so I think what's, you know, a big issue and kind of the, the, the catalyst for all this is that, the you know, the minute we begin to think we know more than other people or that our way is better than God, we begin to go down a very steep path. And it's because we're not willing to put ourselves below others, below God. 
you know, once you start kind of thinking that you're onto something, you keep going on to the next thing. You keep trusting yourself. You keep following your plan. And next thing you know, you're rolling downhill at 100 miles an hour. And it's one thing to acknowledge that we're, we're prideful, right? It's one thing for me to say, hey, I'm, I have a jealousy issue. But acting on it and actually letting God search our hearts and being real with ourselves and not putting on a front is an entirely different story. And so those are the two action steps, right? Those are the two things that God put on my heart. And these are the two things I have written down in my journal is take action and invite God to search within your own heart. Because sometimes we know what areas we're, we're allowing our pride to get the best of us and we don't do anything. And then other times when we ask God, God, search me, search my heart. For these, for, for these prideful areas, search my heart for these areas where I'm jealous, search my heart for the places where my ego's taking control. And he reveals those to us. We still don't do anything about it. We'll acknowledge it, but we don't do anything. And, and it's, it takes time. This is not easy. Sometimes the hardest battle is a battle with ourselves and with our pride. And what's so incredible, and I want to make sure you get this, is that just like anything else, God shows mercy and grace in our struggles with pride. God knows that we're human beings and that we think we know more than we do. That's why he sent his son to die for us. And it's going to be tough. This isn't a quick fix. It takes a lot of soul searching, a lot of conversations with God, and a lot of practice. And throughout that entire process, God's going to show mercy and grace as long as we continue to admit to him and tell him that we, we aren't as smart as we think we are, that we need him. We need him to continue to search us and bring these things out of us. And that grace and mercy is always going to be there. I am so excited, um, to, to get to share this with you guys. And, you know, it's been the biggest thing I've really been trying to grow in since the last episode and what I feel God's put on my heart. Um, I'm super excited to be back and I'm not going to sit here and commit to weekly episodes but I am going to commit to being back regularly. And so I'm so thankful you listened. I hope you got something out of today's episode. And with that being said, I'll talk to you next time.